Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It is the Lake Show. Steve in for Henry tonight. Once again, my name is Steve Thompson, and I'm normally in on Saturday afternoons and fill in for Henry on occasion. And a happy new year to you. Jonathan Lowe is our producer tonight. Uh, spent many years on the weekends with Jonathan Lowe here at News Talk 830 WCCO. Now, I work Saturdays, he's on Sundays, so it worked out well for Jonathan um, that, that, he <laughs> that he doesn't have to. That is, that is incorrect, sir, okay. incorrect. All right, well, thought I'd throw that out there anyway. Um, it is amazing, it is cooled to 36, and there's a breeze out of the northwest, and when I left my full-time job, to get to the studio to do this show tonight, the breeze was right in my face. The, the, the building I work in faces north, which, which isn't ideal um, in the wintertime generally. And dare I say there was a little chill in the air. <laughs> Here it is, the end of December, and I'm kind of like, oh, it's a little chilly. Um, I, I got by without a coat. On Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, we are spoiled. And we all know the other shoe is going to drop. I was looking at the weather here, and I was thinking, it, it stays mild through the middle of next week, which, which gets us into early January. And, and very quiet indeed. Uh, once again, as, as you heard a moment ago in the weather, 38 tomorrow, cloudy. Sun, 39 on Friday. Saturday, sunny, 33. Sunday, 29. New Year's Day, sunny, 30. Tuesday, that, that's January 2nd, when we all kind of head back to work, head back to school, that sort of thing. But the weather will be good, sunny and 36. And then Wednesday, sunny and 31. So it is going to stay mild. But we all know we're going to pay at some point. We know we're going to pay for this at, at some point. When it is, when will the other shoe drop? But the 90-day the outlook, and I, I, I saw this, I don't know, was it late last night I was looking at some of the long range. And the 90-day the outlook, and, you know, that, that takes us to the end of the state tournaments at the end of March. And the start of spring, and or near, you know, the 
the uh, start of spring in these parts into April. And it still says above normal, but I still feel like there, there's got to be cold. There's got to be snow on the way, but it uh, looks very quiet indeed for those folks who are still traveling uh, for the holidays. And then when we kind of get back to the old grind on January 2nd. Uh, one thing got done today, and you, you heard about it in the news, and that is the State Emblem Redesign Commission approved a final report on its work that will be be, uh, be sent on to the legislature, and, and that is a new flag in the seal. And there's been a ton of coverage of this on television, on the radio, in the newspapers, on, on websites, etc., Uh, about all the controversy surrounding the flag. And it was decided along the way that the state needs a new flag and a new seal. And we're probably not going to revisit that argument, and I don't want to revisit that argument. But all in all, the final product is like, eh, it's all right. Um, Because I'll go back to one thing when it comes to a flag or a seal or a portrait, I believe in this statement that art is in the eye of the beholder. And there is no way we're going to get everybody together to agree. Now, there are those of us and who would say, what was wrong with the old seal? What was wrong with the old flag? Why are we changing it? Oh, we've been there. We've done that. And I, I think this group, was given a job, and they did a pretty good job. I, I I can't think of, in my life, how many times I thought about the flag or thought about the seal. Not much. And once all this dies down, how much will I think about the flag or the seal? Not much. Um, when I was a kid, when we moved from St. Paul out to the suburbs to be uh, closer to my dad's job. We had a flagpole, and that was really cool in in the front yard. And it, it was done. We had a corner lot. And the house still stands. I can't remember. I have to drive by and see if the flagpole is still there. But it, but it had a brick base, and we had a flagpole. And my brother and I were thrilled. We we had a younger brother, but he, he was he was just a baby at the time. But my brother and I were thrilled because we were like, hey, we're going to be able to get up in the morning, hoist the flag, up the flagpole, and then before it gets dark, which, which is flag etiquette, get the flag down, fold it properly, bring it in the house. And it, it was a big deal. But... We were flying Old Glory, the American flag on that flagpole. And we we did that for a long, long time. We always had a flag. And as a matter of fact, my dad moved to another house with my mom. And that home had a flagpole. And I'm trying to think what he flies. Old Glory. And then I think he may have a U of M flag and an Indiana flag, Indiana University flag, because my nephew now attends Indiana University. 
in Bloomington. And my mom and dad both graduated from the U. So you got Old Glory, the U of M flag, and then the Indiana flag. Not a bad look. Um, but at our house, I, I, we, we, we never went out and said, hey, we're going to fly the Minnesota flag as well. When, when we were kids and had this flagpole on the corner. And I'd recognize it. But I haven't really thought a lot about it. And I think all the argument and all the pushing and shoving and all the people that have called in, I hate it and it's a terrible idea and so on and so forth. Um, but, But people have been riled up about it. And to me, this is another symptom of how divided we are. It's a flag. It. It's an emblem, and these people got together, uh, the the flag and the seal, and did the best they could, worked under the parameters. They're going to send it to the legislature. And I know there are some lawmakers that, that during the upcoming legislative session will try to make a big deal out of it. Um, some have proposed putting it to the voters. and And I'm not sure in these times... The flag in in the seal, we need to go to that much trouble about. I, I I really don't. I I have, and this is the first time I've commented on this on this radio station, and and I really haven't talked about it a lot. It hasn't come up around the water cooler and family gatherings or anything like that. I think it's just been kind of like, yeah, whatever. Um, have they not redesigned it? To be perfectly honest, I, I wouldn't have been offended either, but I understand why some people say it was time to redo it. I, 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 on some level, understand those arguments. Was it a high priority? Eh, not, not in my opinion. But the decision was made, and that's kind of how our system works. Um, I, I, I think there's probably far bigger things for our legislature to deal with going into the 2024 session. And that is the idea that a lot of money was spent last time around. There, There is a surplus, but there are concerns that uh, some of the things put into play a year ago may cost a little more than expected, like the school lunch program, et cetera. So, so there's, there's things like that to sort out. Uh, what, what, what they're going to use our tax dollars on. And and I hope this next legislative session shows a little more restraint than the last legislative session. But as far as a big argument, or should we vote on the flag, I, I don't know how you feel about it, but I, I would like for it to be approved and we move forward and that's a flag. And here's the thing. If you have an old flag or an old seal and want to display that in your home or fly it on your flagpole, go for it. I don't think anybody's going to be offended. And the fact that a decision was made to update it and change it, that's the way it goes. And I think ultimately in 2024 and future elections, you, you want to elect people that may want to change it back to the old, that's certainly your prerogative. And, and I welcome you to do it. And that, that's 
That's why we vote. I, I'm just not all that riled up about it. And once again, it'll go to the legislature. I'm guessing that uh, the powers that be, uh, we have a DFL-controlled House, a DFL-controlled Senate, and a DFL governor that uh, it'll eventually become the official flag of the state of Minnesota and the official seal. But here's what's great. Once again, about elections. If you feel that strongly about it, rally the troops. Elect candidates that want to repeal it and go back to the old flag. Um, that's how it should work. It is 617. You're welcome to join us, as always, on the talk and text line. 651 um, From our text line, complete waste of time and money. And it sounds as though that that person has said that before because the text actually is, and I'll read it verbatim. Steve, again, complete waste of time and money. And it, it wasn't important to me that the flag or the seal be changed. But once again, this is how our system works. It was a concern enough of some citizens that they were able to rally support to the party in power, the DFL, and a new flag and a new seal were commissioned. And the job of this group was to come up with what they thought was the best idea. They narrowed it down. They whittled it down. A very public process, almost to the point where it's like, I can't believe we're doing this again. But that is how our system works, whether you like it or not. Now, now if you, you hate the flag or you hate the seal, you can go the same route and say, I hate it. I want to change it. And you rally, once again, the troops, generate political support, and go to the legislature and get it done. I wish you well. It just isn't that important to me either way. It, it, it isn't. Hasn't mattered much. It doesn't matter much. I'm fine with what they came up with. If it had a loon, maybe it would have been better. Um, If it would have had something regarding agriculture and our strong history of an agrarian economy, hey, I'm all for it. But what they came up with seems to be fine. Probably not going to buy one. Probably not going to fly one. I really have no circumstance where I would use the state seal. Um, but I, I, I think that's how our system works. And if you don't like it, try and change it. And try and change it through the process. Um, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back. But... Uh, you're, you're welcome to join us uh, on this whole flag thing. You know, are, are you kind of like me? Eh, whatever. 651-461-9226. Or do you think it should go to a vote? Do you think the people of the state of Minnesota should be able to vote on this? And some opponents say it should go to a vote. 651-461-9226. Here on the Lake Show, News Talk, E3O WCCO. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. For, for those of you who have flag fatigue, it, it may be over. Final report uh, was sent forward. Uh, the State Emblems Redesign Commission approved a final report on its work that will be sent to the legislature. Um, there still could be a fight during the legislative session, however. Um, Steve Drazkowski, a Republican from Mazeppa, and GOP Representative Bjorn Olson said they'll introduce a bill in the upcoming session That would put the final flag design up for a public vote. Uh, The Star Tribune article said the DFL-controlled House and Senate are unlikely to back such a bill. So there you go. Uh, This will come up, but uh, once again, I expect it to be approved. A couple of comments. Uh, Not sure why the new flag... uh, has a star and not a loon. Well, y'all know the. Oh, <laughs> I get this. Right, I'm going to read this again. This is pretty good. Um, not sure why the new flag has a seal and not a loon. Well, see, the, the new flag doesn't have a seal. There's a seal and a flag. Um, and there's not a loon on the flag, but there's a loon on the seal. Uh, the text goes on to say, we all know the state seal is sparky at the Como Zoo. And <laughs> my my oldest daughter l- lives over by Como Park. And her and her boyfriend went to the sparky show. And I wonder how many sparkies it is. I mean, is it sparky six, sparky seven? There's been a lot of sparkies over the years. Anytime you bring up Sparky, I'm a big fan of that. That's pretty good. I just bought a Minnesota flag that I'll display with my father's 48-star U.S. flag that he flew on every holiday. 
Um, I, I would assume the texture is referring to the old flag. And here's the thing. You're, you're perfectly welcome to do that if you so choose. I, I just never owned a Minnesota flag or had any reason to own the seal, so, you know, whatever. Uh, from our talk and text line, I think it's a rather boring flag. It has no character whatsoever. Um, so you're, you're welcome to weigh in on it, but here's the thing. It's final. It's going to the legislature. This will come up in the legislative session. Um, and, and we'll see if it actually gets to a public vote. Can't imagine it would pass the house and the Senate and get to uh, governor wall's desk. Uh, they don't want to put it to a public vote. The one thing I wish they would have done last legislative session, I'll say it again one more time. I'll get it out of my system since we're talking about the legislature. They didn't give us enough money back. Uh, That big, fat $17 billion surplus. I think we all should have got a little taste. Even the richest Minnesotans should have got a little taste of that money. And... Going into 2024 and next fall, and I said it at the time, and and I'm not a GOP activist or a DFL activist, just as someone who has voted in just about every election since I turned 18 and have lived here in the state of Minnesota most of my life. I was born here, lived here most of my life, spent about 10 years in South Dakota. Um... They didn't give enough back to the people. And I I have a feeling that the, they're going to be, uh, the, the DFL is going to be running against that in 24. Just a thought. I, I don't think the flag will be a cornerstone issue. And and all in all, you, you look at it, and not bad. It's, it's, it's not bad. It's, it's fine. It's fine. 629. Coming up around the corner, it's not fine at the moment for the Timberwolves. They got blown out by the Oklahoma City Thunder last night. They are a good young team. There, there is no doubt about it. Timberwolves have had a great year, but a bump in the road. Chris Hine will join us uh, about uh, the Timberwolves. And another story we'll get to before 7. An Indian, Indiana man survived in a car wreck for six days before being discovered. We'll, we'll get into that story as well. An amazing survival story here on News Talk. 830-WCCO. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Steve in for Henry tonight. Jonathan Lowell is our producer. Thanks so much for joining us. Timberwolves have had a great year, but a bump in the road against Oklahoma City last night. And Chris Hine joins us. He covers the Timberwolves for the Star Tribune on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Chris, good to visit with you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Steve. How you doing? Yeah, good. Better than the Wolves. They got thumped. They, they haven't had a lot of clunkers. That, that was one. That was one of them. Uh, you know, really from the start, Oklahoma City just looked like they were a step quicker than the Wolves last night. Uh, the defense that has been such a a bedrock of the Wolves' success so far this season just wasn't there. And, and Chris Finch was saying how they have to kind of get back to where they were a few weeks ago. Um, you know, it's kind of let them down of late. And, you know, we kind of knew that this, this little stretch of the schedule here was going to be a tough, a tough stretch. You know, they're in the middle of, a, of like a 16-game stretch now where they're playing all teams above 500. Uh, 11 of those games uh, are on the road. They just were on the East Coast last week. Then they had to fly out to Sacramento, then back home for Christmas for a bit, and then down to Oklahoma City. So they've also logged a lot of miles over the last few weeks. So I don't think a little slippage in defense and all the traveling they've been doing, all the tough opponents that they've been playing, I don't think any of this is kind of coincidental. So, you know, they, they get Dallas. Uh, two, two games at home coming up here, Dallas tomorrow night, Lakers later in the week, uh, maybe a chance to get their legs back under them a little bit, and Dallas will be coming in here tomorrow night on the tail end of a back-to-back. So uh, we'll see if they can regroup after what was probably their worst defensive outing of the season the other night. Chris Hine joining us, covers the Timberwolves for the Star Tribune. Oklahoma City, they're the real deal. I mean, this is Chet Holmgren, of course, uh, Minnehaha Academy a year at Gonzaga, then was banged up uh, a year ago and didn't play for Oklahoma City. Um, This is a really good team. It is. Shea Gildas-Alexander is probably going to be in the MVP conversation, probably going to be top five for it this year. Uh, Chet did a nice job of really kind of just really just bringing Rudy Gobert away from the basket, and that allowed some of the cutting lanes to, to open up for Oklahoma City last night. And just up and down the roster, they have so much young, good talent. Um, you know, even when you, you bring in somebody like, uh, you know, you have Lou Dort hitting threes last night. Uh, uh, Isaiah Joe is a really good shooter uh, for them. So there's a lot of weapons. You know, they don't really have the size beyond Chet, and maybe that's the – you know, that's one of their weaknesses. But the other thing is, whatever weaknesses they do have, they have an army chest full of draft picks to address whatever needs they think they may need. 
at the deadline or in the off season or, or whatever. Um, so whatever they think they need, they can go out and get it at the deadline. And, you know, right now they're number three in the West, I think two and a half behind the Wolves. Uh, you know, they're, maybe consistency will be an issue for them. Um, but, man, when they're on, they are really tough to beat. Yeah, and the, the Timberwolves, you brought up the stretch. I, I was going to say, the, the Timberwolves at one point in time may be able to sneak up on, on people. Not, not anymore. Everybody in the NBA, anybody who follows this league, particularly the teams and the coaching staff and the players, they know about the Timberwolves. They know about Rudy Gobert and Carl Anthony Towns and Anthony Edwards and Mike Conley and company. And, you know, they're going to get everybody's shot now because once you've kind of climbed the mountain, the challenge is to stay there, stay on top. Yeah, that, that's that's exactly right, and I think you probably saw a little bit of that last night with Oklahoma City, especially after the Wolves beat them back here a couple of weeks ago. Um, you know, and that's that's kind of what what the Wolves' next challenge is going to be. You know, I remember, you know, a couple of weeks into the season last season, New Orleans was like the one seed in the West, and they ended up at the at the eight seed or uh, you know in the playing tournament at the end of the season. So. You know, just because of the one seed now doesn't really guarantee anything at the end of the season. Now, the way that they've won games, it looks like it's a sustainable thing, you know, as long as everybody's relatively healthy throughout the course of the season. But, you know, you, they can't get complacent because one bad, one bad, you know, stretch of games and you can go from the, from the one seed to really being, you know, on the verge of missing the playoffs. That's what happened in New Orleans last year. It's happened a lot over the course of of the league. They just got to get back to the kind of basketball that they were playing. And this is a, you know, this is a difficult stretch of the schedule. It is. It will get lighter for them uh, once they exit this mid-January. But for now, I think this is a real test for them. It's a real test of their, of their energy, of their mental toughness, of their, you know, ability to overcome whatever, you know, aches and pains that may be bothering them and still try to post wins. I think the home crowd has been a really good thing for them this year. I think it's a fun atmosphere, really energizes them. Um, you know, I, and having in with this job, I get, you know, fortunate enough to get to travel to a lot of, a lot of road arenas. And I, I have to say, I think, I think the, the atmosphere for home games at Target Center is, is really among the best in the league right now. Um, and I think that, that has really helped them uh, maybe on nights where they otherwise might not have had the juice to get a win. No, no doubt. Fans here are hungry for a winner. It, it, you know, goes without saying. And it, it is it is great to see fans fill up the building. And it does speak to one thing, that this is a great hoops town. It, it really is. They just haven't had a lot to cheer for over the years in general here in the NBA. The Golden Gophers have had their ups and downs. But you look at high school gyms all over the metro area and for that all over the state, there's a lot of people watching hoops on any given night. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, I think the Wolves will tell you that, you know, ratings are ratings are up. At least, you know, they were as of a story we did a, yeah. uh, about a week or two ago. Um, attendance has been great for them this year. And, you know, I think you could, you could kind of see this building two years ago, you know, when they had that year where they made the playoffs for the first time. Last year was kind of a letdown because 
there were such high expectations that they didn't meet following the Gobert trade. But now that everything has seemed to be clicking and they are off to such a great start this year, you know, I've always wondered what, what this town and what, you know, what this area would be like if the Timberwolves were good. And it's, it's fun going to games and experiencing that atmosphere. You know, it's what, it's what regular season NBA basketball should be. Like, you know, there's some arenas around the league. Obviously, if teams are bad, it's going to be a lifeless kind of arena. But, you know, you go to any game on a, on a Tuesday night or a Wednesday night now at, at Target Center, and it's a lively atmosphere. It's fun. It's a lot of fun to, to be at these games right now. Yeah, holiday schedule is good. Mavericks in town Thursday night. Then the Lakers on Saturday. Hopefully LeBron James uh, will suit up uh, for that because that, that is an event. I, I will say this, whatever the sport, you know, you, you, you don't get these living legends in town a lot. And, and I, I hope for the sake of Timberwolves fans that he does play because, you know, even when when LeBron comes in to the into the uh, building to warm up before the game. Uh, it, it, it's cool. It, it's like back in the day when Jordan would come to town. It, it's a big deal. Yeah, and I, and I think you know they whatever the sellout numbers were for the last time, and then LeBron ended up not playing. You know, yeah. we'll we'll see this time. I haven't I haven't looked ahead at the Lakers schedule to see what they're uh, what they're going to be doing. I think it's going to be his birthday. On Friday, if I'm not mistaken, I think I think I saw that somewhere. Uh, yeah. 39, he'll be turning. So I don't. I'm guessing he's probably going to want to play on his birthday. You know, we'll 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 see what we'll see what happens. But I, I'm with you, and you know the the times where he has played. There's a there's obviously like a, a different energy in the building when LeBron's on the floor. Uh, there's a different energy this year in general. But man, you combine that with with a game against LeBron, and and I think that's. That's about as good an atmosphere as you could hope for 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 a game. When it when it comes to sports in the United States, you know, everybody knows the NFL is number one, but but the NBA is it, it's it's pretty impressive what this league has done and the interest they generate, and and they're generating pretty nice television contracts in their own right as well. Yeah, and you know we'll see that in coming years. You know that's one reason why you saw that that in-season tournament this year, and I think that's probably going to be here to stay. Uh, the numbers on that were pretty good. They got I don't want to say they got lucky that the, that the Lakers were the ones that won it, you know, a marquee franchise going all the way through to, to maintain the interest in it. Um, but for the first year of the league, you know, having LeBron and the Lakers win that thing, they, they really couldn't have asked for a better – a better script, so to speak, for, for the first season of this experimental thing that they're trying. So I definitely would expect that, maybe with some tweaks next year, but I would definitely expect that to be to be a part of the league's future. And, yeah, I think these, these television deals are, you know, I, I, all this is kind of out of my, my field, so to speak, the, the money aspect of all of it, but I can't yeah, imagine right. they're going to be small. Yeah. yeah, no no doubt. What what about expanding speaking of LeBron? You keep hearing about, you know, Vegas is inevitable. Um will will the league expand? Do you hear rumblings? You know, you you, you travel around the league and talk to a lot of people. What what do you hear on that front? Yeah, I mean, for the last couple of years it just kind of seems like an inevitability that it's going to be Vegas and most likely Seattle after that. Yeah. 
Um, you know, I, I think it's just a matter of when. I, I wonder if, you know, maybe first item on the agenda is figuring out kind of the, the new TV deals, figuring out where the league is headed, then bringing, bringing those teams in eventually. Um, but I think that it's basically just a matter of when and not if the NBA is going to do that. At least that's just the vibe you get for the last, in the last couple of years here. Yeah, and 32 is a good number, and uh, they add two. Seattle would be happy, of course. The Oklahoma City Thunder, once upon a time, were those Seattle Supersonics. Uh, you almost forget sometimes. And then, right. uh, uh, of course, Vegas. And it, the crazy thing, final thought, when when mm-hmm. the, there were rumors of pro sports going to Vegas, I thought the NBA would be first. It turned out to be the NHL, then the NFL. Major League Baseball is going to beat the NBA into Vegas. Yeah, it's it's yeah. insane to me. Yeah, that's. I think that that comes as a little bit of a surprise. I'm I'm surprised the NFL is in there as uh, quickly as it was, quite honestly. Yeah. But I guess you know just the attitudes towards towards legalized gambling and and associating with Las Vegas, you know changed from what they used to be you know obviously like back in the day every, every team feared moving to vegas for for the obvious kind of gambling uh nefarious purposes that that might have been going on uh with such a move but i guess now that everything is kind of more above board and and the leagues just don't have as much a, of a concern and yeah i'm with you but i'm surprised the nba hasn't tried to move in there sooner um, but you know, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure why, but I, I do feel like it, it's going to happen at some point. Yeah, and uh, it, it 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 sounds like LeBron would love to be one of the guys owning that team in Vegas. And maybe they're just I, waiting I, for him to retire. Who knows when that's yeah, going to be? <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right, Chris. Good to visit with you. Thanks. Yeah, thanks, Steve. Appreciate it. Chris Hine covers the Timberwolves for the Star Tribune online at StarTribune.com. Timberwolves Mavericks tomorrow night. Luka Doncic, uh, a marquee attraction tomorrow night in Minneapolis. And then Saturday night, the Lakers will LeBron play. Then they go on the road to New York on New Year's Day uh, for a matinee to play the Knicks. Timberwolves got thumped last night by the Thunder 129-106. Quick break. We'll come back. A man survived. Six days in a car wreck in Indiana. We'll have that story in a moment. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. What a story. A 27-year-old man survived for six days only on rainwater while pinned inside his pickup beneath a highway bridge in northwest Indiana. His ordeal ended when two men scouting uh, for fishing spots on Tuesday afternoon noticed the badly damaged vehicle. His white airbag deployed, and they reached inside. Uh, they, They touched the body, and the person turned their head and started talking to them. Uh, the truck went off I-94 ahead of a bridge over Salt Creek, missing the guardrail and likely rolling 
several times before landing on the other side of the creek, hidden out of sight from the road above. Uh, the, the man was freed from the wreckage Tuesday night by first responders working under floodlights, then airlifted to a hospital in South Bend with life-threatening injuries. He made it through the night, and he remained in critical condition at last report today. Name is Matthew R. Riem of Mishawaka, Indiana. I hope I got that right. What a story. Goes off the road and is somehow alive for six days living on rainwater. Once again, he's not out of the woods, but he is in the hospital. And uh, the, the, the two people who found him, uh, once again, just happened to be walking along the creek looking for a spot to fish. Um, one of the men, Mario Garcia, uh, apparently said that, that the guy pinned in the wreckage told him that he yelled and screamed for help and only heard the quiet sound of water. That his cell phone had fallen out of reach and his body was trapped, preventing him from calling for aid. Six days. And, of course, the mild weather was a factor in the fact that he had rainwater to drink, etc. What an extraordinary story of survival. That, that, that's pretty incredible. Christmas miracle, if you will. And uh, we hope he uh, continues his recovery. But that, that, that is amazing. All the news, all the weather coming up at 7 o'clock. And then a little political talk on this Wednesday night. Professor Larry Jacobs from the University of Minnesota will take a look back at 23 and a look forward. Uh, could be a bumpy year, to say the least, politically, here in the United States. We'll get into that following the news and weather. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.